Yeah, so COCO is a collaborative co-working space. That's pretty much what COCO stands for. And the unique thing about COCO as opposed to being like an accelerator or like an incubator, it's really more like a dream accelerator. So we really accept anyone who's really just trying to fulfill their dreams, whether you're a startup founder, you're a solo entrepreneur, and uh you know, a podcaster, a startup attorney, whatever it is, we support that. It's a wide variety. I like that. Yeah, so it's, it's really good. It's a mix of everything. It's really just a mix of hustlers and doers and creators. That's Alex Rodriguez. He's a co-founder and CEO of Workmend. It's an on-demand platform to connect small businesses to contractors in their area. And he's also the Code 2040 Entrepreneur Residence at Coco in Minneapolis. This season of Techpreneurs has countless insights and perspectives like this. Studies show that if you can build a more diverse and inclusive team, that leads to a better business model, better revenues, more profits, which is really the goal of a company as well. We're happy to bring you these stories with the support of the Nashville Entrepreneur Center, one of the Google for Entrepreneurs tech hubs. I could not be more excited to have you right along here with me. I hope you subscribe, visit techpreneurs.co, or just search Techpreneurs anywhere you download podcasts. Yeah, so Workman, uh, as I said, it's an on-demand platform connecting local businesses and commercial properties with local contractors in their area. So if you're in a small coffee shop and let's say you needed a, a wall painted or you needed your roof inspected, any sort of manual labor, internal and external, we would handle that through our platform. And we sort of take care of the transactions, the fees, the quotes, uh, and we do it all through our platform. Where did the idea for that come from? Yeah, so Workman really came from a little bit of um, a few mixtures in my life. So my dad, he owns a small construction company. So I got into tech about four and a half years ago. And ever since I was in tech, I always knew I wanted to do something uh, primarily around the construction space. I tried um, doing a roofing app about two years ago, but I kind of threw the idea on the shelf and it just came back together. So I did it really through talking to a few friends, uh, acquaintances who own small businesses. And I noticed... You know, the most valuable asset in a small business owners is their time. Like, you know, they got a million things to do. Right, and right. if they're doing a task that they don't specialize in, they're really wasting their time. And, you know, companies like my father's and other contractors are always looking for more leads, whether they're just trying to get one or two extra leads to fill up their week or they kind of need a platform to um, handle their whole weekly schedule. So that's just kind of how it came together to be. I decided, hey, let's build a platform that can connect these businesses and these commercial properties with these local contractors. You said you started this four and a half years ago or so? No, so I didn't start it four and a half years ago. Okay, yeah, okay, the idea, right? No, so I got into tech four and a half years That's, ago. Okay, got it. Okay, so you got into tech four and a half years ago. Now, how, yeah. what, what was that? What, what was your first entrance into tech? Yeah, so I was a senior in high school. Uh, so even going back further, I always wanted to do a small business. Well, not a small business. I always wanted to do my own business just because, you know, yeah, I grew not, up you with You want to have a, an empire. Yeah, I wanted to have, oh, exactly. I wanted to have my own empire. Uh you know, my dad, well, he's an entrepreneur. You know, he started his own business, came here really as an immigrant. So I always had that inspiration, that sort of hustle in me that, hey, one day I'm going to do my own thing. And I got into tech, like I said, about four and a half years ago as a senior in high school. And it sort of just happened through a mixture of the apps I was using. And, it, you know, the startup scene kind of started growing up. You know, you know, it got pretty popular. So that's when I was like, hey, like, you know, what is a startup? And I started looking more into it. And I was like, I mean, a startup is pretty much just a high growth company. You know, especially a tech startup. So that's just really what got me into it. You know, I was into tech. I was really into technology. And I was like, hey, let's do a startup on tech. You know, that's when I got into it. So I kind of just changed my whole perspective of trying to do my own construction company or trying to do, like, I had a bunch of crazy ideas, like, from a clothing company to, like, a right. construction company. You name it, besides tech. And then once I got into tech, I was like, okay, this is what I really want to do with my life. And, you know, I think I'm very fortunate. I found out at a young age that that's what I want to do with my life because... I just been in love with tech and the startup community ever since. Because you are 
um, and we, we got the, the social chance to hang out a little last night, and you, out of all the entrepreneur residences, you're the youngest. You're 21, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's awesome. That's correct. I'm 21 years old. That's really cool. So you're 21, and right now you are an entrepreneur residence at Coco, and part of what you're going to be also doing, and, and your, your, your number one mission is to grow your own startup, but correct. also it's to collaborate with this tech hub and continue the momentum to diversify tech. So what are some of the things that are really on your heart about that? Yeah, so so what you said is exactly um, correct. So with this Co-2040 residency and partnership with Coco and Group for Entrepreneurs, I'll be focusing on growing my company, you know, being a leading example, and also increasing diversity inclusion, primarily around blacks and Latinos and Latinas in the Twin Cities community. And that, that means a lot to me, you know, to really be a leader sort of in that space because, you know, being 21 years old, I when I started first started going to these events, I usually was the only person of color, and usually I'm the only Latino there. So, you know, at first I was like, you know, this is an issue. I don't know why. Because um, I know there's a lot of talented people in the Twin Cities. You know, it's a great community, great culture there. But, you know, we just, we don't have that sort of welcoming uh, for people in the tech community. So to be a part of it is a big honor. Um, and, you know, some of the things that really are on top of my head is, you know, really making an impact. So obviously, you know, making it a welcoming space at Coco and the Twin Cities the tech community, letting people know that this is possible, they can get involved. You know, that's super important, but it, it goes beyond that because just being a platform to connect people, that's really not enough. You know, really need a place where people have the resources, the opportunities, the capital to go on and do their own startups and to get internships, get jobs. And, you know, it's going to be a big push of what we're trying to do at Coco is really how do we really show that Latinos and um, blacks can be sort of the driving force with the tech startup community. I have this theory I tell a lot of people that, you know, everybody wants to make their tech startup a better community. And one of the best ways, I think, to do that is to really focus on underrepresented groups. Because, you know, with Code 2040, for example, the name, they have a good blog post about it. But their name sort of came about by 2040. Uh, it'll be majority minority. And I usually tell a lot of my friends and, uh, you know, friends in the tech community, like, I really do think if the Twin Cities can focus on underrepresented groups, like Latinos and Blacks, we can be sort of one of the best tech hubs in the community. Because that's who's going to be the majority you know, come 2040 and beyond. And if we're one of those pioneers, like you can build a really diverse um, culture. With your own business, I know it's really important to you to, to, to grow this and maximize your own potential and profits with this. So as you begin to grow and you have opportunities to build your own diverse team, why is that going to be something that's really important to you? So, yeah, that's definitely something that's uh, very important to me, building a diverse and inclusive team, uh, going back to like, you know, you got to be a leading example. You know, it's one thing if I grow a successful startup, but if I'm also, you know, showing lack of diversity and inclusion, I sort of, I look at it as a failure because I'm excluding my people, I'm excluding uh, people I associate myself with. And, you know, studies show that if you can build a more diverse and inclusive team, that leads to a better business model, better revenues, uh, more profits, which is really the goal of a company as well. As it relates to what you just talked about with the mission behind Code 2040 with that number and that significance of the year, what would you tell to high growth companies right now about why they need to really pay attention to diversity within their own culture as they're anticipating the future yeah so i, th I think one one is going back to that example i told you about um building more diverse and inclusive teams leads to um, better profits which leads to a better company you know if if you lack that you know you're leaving money on the table you know to keep it short you're leaving money on the table because you know, there's a lot of talented, um, underrepresented groups like Latinos and Blacks who are doing really awesome things. So, you know, you're going to be losing all this talent if you can't 
incorporate that into your companies. You're going to be having engineers go work for other industries. You're going to be having your competitors. Yeah, your competitors even. So that's that's one reason why it's super important. And you know, companies, you know, need to do a better job. Just you know, making the jump to just hire people because there's definitely a lot of talented people, but you know, there's a lot of bias in the industry. So, final thoughts from you about what you're thinking about the future. Yeah. So you know, you know, first and foremost, uh, you know, it's a priority to make my company a success. Uh, so that's a big thing this year. Like, you know, I feel like I'm in a wonderful opportunity. Uh, you know, I'm grateful, blessed to really be able to focus on my dreams because, you know, my dream has always been to really work on my own startup full time. And, you know, I've had those obligations in life. And that's why I'm really grateful for an opportunity like Code 2040 and Google for Entrepreneurs and the fact that Coco stepped up to be a partner is really awesome because uh, there's many of us, you know, just in the 20s alone who have that issue, who can't make that jump. So, you know, I definitely want to be a leading example. And first and foremost, it's executing on the business. Um, that's the most important thing, you know, still back to work, still hustling, trying to make it happen and really helping other communities in the Twin Cities. You know, I think the Twin Cities gets overlooked a lot, but I mean, there's a lot, a lot of good talent out there. A lot of people doing some amazing things. And what's your message to other people about the Twin Cities? Man, it's cold in the winter, but, but man, I'm I'm biased when I say this, but I think it's one of the best, if not the best city in the world, uh, you know, it's a really diverse culture over there. You know, the seasons are awesome. It's a great place to live, too. That's another thing. It's like with San Francisco and stuff. It's like too much tech, if that makes sense. It sounds weird coming from me because, like, I love startups and I love tech more than anything. But it's like I can't be in a place that's just tech 24-7. I need a place where I can go enjoy myself, you know, enjoy, you know, nights out with friends, family, you know, experience nature. And we have a lot of that in Twin Cities, which is really good. It's one comes over to visit Coco. What are some of the things that you think they should do? Well, uh, first and foremost, come, come find me. You know, yeah, come uh, find you. I, I love meeting Ask for people. Alex or, or A-Rod. <laughs> right? Yeah, ask for A-Rod. Uh, that, that's, that's usually how I'm known. So, yeah, come find me. I'd love to hear about what you're doing, whether you're an employee, a student, or a startup funder yourself. See how we can uh, help each other out maybe. Um, you know, visit a few of the startups in town. Get to know a few of the other founders in town. Uh, and then most most important is experience, experience the Twin Cities. So you can really see why it's a great place to be at, and you know maybe why you should, you should move your startup to uh, the Twin Cities. How can someone learn more about you and what you're working on? You know, definitely follow the company on Twitter, Workmen. Uh, that's spelled W O R K M A N D H Q. Uh, you know, visit our website, like I said, Workmen.com. On Twitter, it's Workmen HQ. Uh, the best way to follow with me is on my Twitter page, probably. So my Twitter handle is Head Honcho Arod, and I also have a blog, which is www.arod.co, and it's Arod with a, a slash, if that makes sense. Right. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. I'm looking forward to continuing the conversation in the future with you. Awesome. Pleasure to be here, Clark. Thanks for listening. This season of Techpreneurs is powered by the Nashville Entrepreneur Center in support of the Google for Entrepreneurs Tech Hub Network. Find out more about the EC and their accelerator opportunities like Project Music and Project Healthcare at ec.co. Techpreneurs is a production of Relationary Marketing. It's produced by Chuck Bryant and myself, Clark Buckner. Editing support by John March and music was created by Andrew Malone. To learn more about Code 2040 and how to apply to be an entrepreneur in residence, go to code2040.org slash entrepreneurs. We hope you'll join us next time when we talk to Doug Spate, founder and CEO of Cathedral Leasing. He's the Code 2040 EIR at American Underground in Riley, Durham. 
I had an advisor who was fond of using that term, go where they ain't. So he, his philosophy was go into industries and go into niche areas where there isn't a lot of competition. It gives you an opportunity to try stuff and fail without major implications. Thanks, and we'll see you soon on another episode of Techpreneurs.